it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> You know very well who you are Don't let them hold you down Free for the stars You had a goal, but not that many Cause you're the only one I'll give you good show on your radio you already know oh i'm on a roll <laughs> it's ll sports 2 with tj i am your host tj and yes we are a sports show for everyone but we do cater to the novice female sports fans because we are always trying to help educate the ladies on the fundamentals of baseball basketball and football all right coming to you each and every wednesday night 8 p.m eastern standard time several ways for you to join the show one pick up your telephone and dial 347-826-7924 you can also log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash ll sports 2 or you can catch us live and in living color Tina D. Jackson is the name. Facebook, yes, that is the game to catch us there, all right? Live and in living color. A little housekeeping. Make sure to follow the show so you can go to that homepage again, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 Click on the subscribe link. Uh, most importantly, make sure to activate your email. Otherwise, your name and number will not be counted. Also, you can find us in iTunes. All right, just go to your iTunes, uh, your favorite Apple device. Go to your iTunes, click, uh, type in LL Sports 2 with TJ, and click subscribe. All right, it is just that simple. Shout out to you. I see you, Auntie Kim. My mommy, Denise Green, holding down the fort, holding down that timeline for me, as always. Dynamic duo. That's the original dynamic duo, duo in case y'all didn't know. Okay, all right. Now you know. <laughs> but let's go ahead. Oh, real quick, I have got to say this. I have been looking forward to this forever, ever since I heard it. Tomorrow night, April the 1st. This is not an April Fool's joke, okay? April 1st, Stabler. Stabler's coming back. Yes, organized crime. It will be uh, Law & Order SVU coming in, Olivia Benson, and then it will roll, go, roll right into organized crime. Stabler and Benson, they're back. Yeah, I might be a little bit too excited over a TV show, but that's my life. All right, now, my life is also sports, so let's go ahead. We have to bring in the ladies of this show. We do have the triple threat in the house. 
tonight. Ladies, are you with me? Yes, ma'am. I'm here. Hey, Sue! What's going on, ladies? Uh, not much. We we back on the show. Where is Miss Terry? Uh, Miss Terry informed me that she would not be joining us this evening. She says that she loves to uh, have a wonderful show, and as always, she will be listening to um, your um, stage show, uh, Ain't Luke. Well, y'all got to make sure y'all hear me tonight because I came back on a on the strength that I would be heard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's right. I knew it wasn't going to happen again. I knew that. I well, knew I have that. to make an apology. I have to make an apology before we get started because we, we don't want to give place to the enemy, and I just want to apologize. I was in my feelings like Janelle or Miss Terry or somebody said. Anyway, I got my little feelings hurt, and, you know, and I, I was a little offended, but we can't be offended. you got to keep moving forward. And so uh, I apologize for acting like a baby. <laughs> You know what? Hey, Lou, wow. I, I'm going to have to give you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take, take time out of the show. One more. One more. Because I know that. One. <laughs> <laughs> I've just messed it. But, you know, we always have to hear you, though. We, 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 you have to be heard on the on the radio. Okay, hold on. You know what? Somebody want to call in and talk to us before we even get started. So let's, let's see what they want to say before we even get started here. Hold on one moment. Let's see if we're going to bring them in. 404-663, you are on with the ladies of sports. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Oh. Hello. Okay. 404-663, you are on with the ladies. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Hello, Tina. This is Terry. Did <laughs> <laughs> you call from a different number? No, ma'am. <laughs> I was running late. I wasn't sure if I was going to make it. So it's best that I tell you I can't. I may not make it rather than tell you I can make it and don't make it. Oh, Girl, you're just a little I don't forgot. Somebody forgot to in a week. <laughs> I don't remember if you forgot my number. It's okay, though. I love you dearly. You know what?
but just a little bit of information on that. Um, there still will remain one buy uh, per week per team. I'm sorry, one buy week per team. Um, the season will begin on Thursday night, September the 9th, and it will now end on January 9th, 2022. Uh, the Pro Bowl is set to be played on February 6th, and um, that's going to be in Las Vegas. And then the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 56, is going to be at SoFi Stadium in L.A. in Los Angeles. And that has now been pushed back one week from February 6th to February the 13th of 2022. Um, according to Roger Goodell, he says, I quote, what we are actually doing is following the data and following the science to make sure that we are doing things well, both from a health and safety standpoint, as well as seeking to get better in every way, end quote. And that was in response to the fact that now there will only be three preseason games versus the four. And a lot of people were saying, you know, how is that going to affect the teams? Because we all know that preseason is really for those who are trying to make the team or who, you know, just trying to, trying to be seen. Um, whether they get cut from the team that they're on and then, you know, how you pick up on waivers and all of that. So they were trying to say what is going to be the benefit of that. And um, basically they were trying to say that generally players tend to get hurt in the preseason. So by knocking off a preseason game, they're going to avoid more injuries. Don't know how I feel about that, but ladies can't wait to get your opinion. Um, also, I wanted to mention that the formula for scheduling a season with an odd number of games, because, yes, with the 17 uh week season now you have an odd number of games so not everyone will not have an even number of home games so this is how they are going to do this it's going to consist of two parts first the AFC and NFC teams will alternate annually between eight and nine home games the AFC will have nine home games this season 2021 and the extra game will be a cross-conference matchup based on the previous year's divisional standings and the division schedule rotation from two seasons prior. Yes, that's a lot to keep up with. So um, we're going to go over it here real quick, but um, one more thing. Oh, I also wanted to mention that the NFL said that the enhanced season will guarantee that starting in 2022, each team will play an international game at least once every eight seasons. Up to four neutral site games will be scheduled with the initial focus on Canada, Europe, Mexico, South America, and the United Kingdom. Um, so, of course, they're trying to, you know, keep that international money flowing, um, and, of course, with the domestic money um, by adding the 17th uh, regular season game. So before we get, you know, too far into it and too much information, ladies, I just want to know your overall thoughts on, you know, them officially making it a 17-game season. Um, your good, your bad, your ugly, just your overall thoughts. On, uh, on the decision. Uh, a. Lou, we'll have you kick it off. I think that's wonderful. We got a 17-game series. That means we're going to see we're gonna see them play a little bit more. I wrote down the date. Um, I, 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 I just hope that no one gets injured, you know what I mean, is, with it being, in, being you know, is that, that's one extra game, right, that they, than they would normally have. Right, exactly. And so... Uh, just hope that no one get injured. Um, looking forward to the Super Bowl. I mean, it's going back. It's, it's the second week in February now. Uh, so I think it's a good thing. All right. Yeah. When I when I noticed the Super Bowl Super Bowl was going to be uh, pushed back, it made me think: How is that going to interfere with the NBA once the NBA gets back on their regular schedule? 
because we know that the um, Super Bowl is always the first week of February, and then the NBA All-Star Week is normally the second week of February. So I wonder how that's going to interfere with that. Uh, but, Terry, what are your thoughts? Well, I think it's awesome that we're the 17 games. Um, and I think that um, as far as they, them, um, if they made it through the pandemic, then – I don't think it's going to hurt them as far as three games, the pre-game. But if they could do, you know, three pre-games and mm-hmm. they started out with the COVID, you know, and then they didn't get to play hardly, uh, I don't recall the number of pre-games they got to play, but, you know, they made it through that. So I think they would be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think they would okay. be fine overall. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you asking the pre-games that they played last season or how many will they be playing going forward? No, just the pre games they played last season. Okay, yeah, they didn't play any last year. Yeah, they they didn't have they had okay. zero pre. So I mean, they they fine and they'd be fine. Right, right. Okay, all right. Janelle, that's all. You know, I'm always game for my football. Um, the only thing that concerns me, and it's not really a concern, it's just I don't think it's fair to those who are trying to fight for a spot on the roster. But mm-hmm. as far as the um, 17 games go, I'm I'm all for that. Okay, all right. So y'all y'all really don't see any drawback of of adding the extra game then. As far I as I do see know. drawbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I do see drawbacks. But right. but what, like Miss Terry said, we can't. We they they were able to make it through an entire. Um, season this past season without ha- having any preseason game. So, I-, I mean, it can be done. It's just that it is, in my eyes, I feel like it's four games, is, it's four preseason games is better than three. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. You know, I'm a, I guess I'm a little torn on this one. Um, one thing I I don't like, I don't like how the NFL players are uh, complaining about the 17-game season because it's what you agreed to in the CBA. Now, mind you, they were under a little bit of stress. You know, they did have to go through the CBA with the pandemic, you know, approaching or, or in the midst of it. So, you know, if you don't even know where the where – the, um, the whole organization is going to go because you don't know if you're going to be able to play. You might be a little more eager to agree to some things that you may have held out on if were under normal circumstances. But with that being said, you know, I think if they were really uh, against that 17-game season, they would have fought a little harder. Don't know exactly if they would have won on that, but you know, because owners always have the the end-all, be-all. But uh, I, I don't think that they have a right to be upset about it because it's not like you're not going to get paid. With that being said, though, and, you know, y'all make a very valid point, the fact that they were at least able to get through the NFL season last year during the pandemic. But as a team, as a fan of a team that suffered, I think, probably the most, if not up in the top two, I think because the lack of off-season training, um, you know, the the OTAs and, and the spring training and all of that, and, of course, preseason, I think that the bodies were not as prepared as they probably could be under a normal, you know, under normal circumstances. You know, everybody had to kind of work out on their own during last year's off season. So hopefully, um, I don't know how that's going to be uh, 
coming into this year versus, you know, like virtual meetings and all of that versus in-person stuff. But I do truly believe that that was a lot of the cause for for majority of the injuries that happened this year, and there were quite a few, um, my team especially. So when you add another game, but, I mean, that's what they sign up for, though. So, you know, as a fan, yeah, I love it because, you know, that's just more football for us. But I I do kind of look out for the players in that sense because that is wear and tear on their bodies that, you know, we already say that, they're the one sport that doesn't get their guaranteed money. I don't know. I just hope that uh, – I hope it works out well for everybody in the game, I guess. Um, so I'm a little torn, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. And I think we have somebody who wants to join. Sign in. 601-545, you are on with the ladies. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Hello? Yes. Can you hear me? I sure can. Hello? Yes, we can hear you. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Okay, I got my notes here. Uh, First, I want to talk about uh, the Sean Watson. Okay. You know, I was reading something today. Dale, is yeah. you? Okay, all right, go ahead. Okay, uh, Deshaun Watson. I, mm-hmm. I I was reading something today uh, from the other lawyer uh, that uh, he didn't want to turn in the, the the evidence stuff that he said he has to the police department because he felt like some uh, relatives of the attorney of Deshaun Watson's would uh, get hold of the evidence that he's turning in. So uh, on uh, uh, Pro Football Talk this morning, they showed about uh, 15 pieces of uh, evidence that Deshaun Watson lawyer has from clients. And all those clients, had great recommendations and comments about Deshaun Watson, no problems. Right. And uh, so uh, one of the uh, hosts of uh, pro football, he used to be uh attorney for, he was an attorney for 15, 18 years. And he brought up a good point. Mm-hmm. He said, now, if Deshaun Watson... First of all, he said if Deshaun Watson was his was his uh, client, the mm-hmm. first thing he would did was got Deshaun Watson to take a polygraph test. Okay, after he take the polygraph test, that would decide that would make him decide if he wanted to defend Deshaun Watson or not. Because the first the thing is the lawyer putting his reputations out there, mm-hmm. and so to to. To to that point, I'm saying uh, that the other lawyer had previously uh, talked about some people with the Texans and this and that. So it makes me think that he's in cahoot with the Texans because they don't want to trade Deshaun Watson, but they want to make Deshaun Watson look bad. 
So I, right. I, you know, I'm not saying he's guilty. I'm not saying he's innocent. I don't know what he is. We'll just have, I'll have to see at the same time. But right. I, 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 I do think that somewhere down the line, somebody's doing something crooked. Right. Okay. okay. The, okay. the second point, the second thing okay. I want to talk about. Just quick. Huh? We're going to make it quick. Quick, Dale. Okay, go ahead. Okay, the second thing I want to talk about is, uh, okay, South Carolina uh, basketball coach. I love her. <laughs> I love her to death. Uh, okay. She's one, one of my top coaches in basketball. And she brought up a great point when she was doing a press conference. Uh, mm-hmm. There will be two black female coaches for the first time in the Final Four. And that is a historic thing. But over mm. this past season, I noticed in the SEC, which is, uh, you know, you know, but the, uh, the SEC have hired more black female coaches than ever. I think they have maybe eight. And that is astonishing. Wow. It really is. In the SEC. And, yeah. and, and, and it really is. And I looked at it and I said, wow. I said, you know, things are slowly changing because a lot of teams, a lot of places, they don't want to, they, money talks. Mm-hmm. And, and the programs that they have is this is not moving and they have money behind it, they're going to make sure that they get someone there that can bring them more money. But that's that's what I want to say. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in and sharing your thoughts and opinions. We definitely appreciate it. Okay. All right. Go Raiders. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank Bye-bye. you, Dale. You're welcome. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. And tell you what, on that note, we're gonna jump into a quick break, and then on the outside of that, it will be time. It will be time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that ad. Yes, Blue Lyric will be up right after the break. It's time for roll call. Harry, are you with me? In the house. In the house. Danelle, what's going on there? On over there. Uh, uh, listening to you, ma'am. What else? All right then. And hey, Lou, what say you? Hey, Lou's in the house. In the house. In the house. Oh <laughs> Lord, it's a fearsome force of one again. LL Four Two with TJ, Ain't Lou, Terry, and Danelle. We will be right back after the break.
Oh, it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. Oh, yes, they do. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. And as I said before the break, it is time. It is time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, it is time for Miss Lucinda series. So, I cannot wait to hear what she has. So, Miss Lucinda... What do you have on tap for us tonight? Good evening, LL Sports 2. I will talk about the the resurrection tonight. He was pierced for our transgressions. Even before we made our confessions, he was crushed for our iniquities because he healed all our infirmities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him because everything looked grim. He was oppressed and afflicted, and by the crowd he was convicted. Yet he did not open his mouth, even when things went south. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, just to save us, our sons and daughters. On the cross he suffered, bled, and died, with two thieves alongside, as his mother and others watched and cried. But that's not how the story ends. Within three days, he rose again. And now to the world, his love he extends. Happy Resurrection Day to all of you. This man, Jesus, wants to make your life brand new. Just receive him in your heart, and he will give you a fresh start. To fellowship with him and read his word and your life he will undergird. Right now. That's how you that's how you do a comeback now. <laughs> that's how you do a comeback. You did that. Awesome. Thank you, Doc. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Ooh, LL42. Spiritual foursome. Lucinda Lyric. All right, ladies. So, um, yeah. So we'll just, we'll like I said, we'll have to see what that seventeen game season looks like. Um, and uh, I'm I'm just curious, I guess, how they're going to, you know, as I said, how they're going to um, the the format that they came up with um, the seventeen game. You know, the, how they came up with the matchup. So just uh, to go over this season, like the twenty one. So. For week 17, the matchups have already been established. So the Seahawks, they will be playing at the Steelers. Uh, my 49ers, they will be at the Bengals. And the Falcons, they will be uh, at the Jaguars. So like I said, for the week 17 this year, it will be hosted by the AFC. So that means that next year, 2022, the NFC will be hosting week 17. And then your matchups are dependent upon, uh, what they said, two divisional games, a divisional game opponent two years ago, and uh, which uh, did the Easter Bunny see his shadow? But uh, anyway, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> we gonna, uh, but uh, ladies, I have some trivia for you here, real quick, before we move to basketball. So, do you ladies know? 
what's the least amount of games that have been played in a season ever in the NFL? I'm going to give you all a couple seconds to think about it. We'll do the, the Jeopardy. I do not own the right set music. All right, ladies. So. 14. Did you hear me, TJ? I said 14. Ain't Lou said 14. Okay, you don't even go ask me to just go around the table. But okay, Ain't Lou said 14. Okay, ladies. So the least amount of games that's ever been played in the NFL. Ain't Lou says 14. Uh, Terry, what do you say? I'm going to say 16. Uh, you sure you want to go with 16? No, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said least. Let's, I'm going up. Come on. <laughs> let's let's say 10, 10. Okay. Janelle? Hey. All right. Well, we have a pure bona fide winner. <laughs> and the winner is Terry. It was, what did you say? All right, man. Yes. <laughs> It was 10. Yeah. Anybody want to guess how far back that goes? It'll take a while yet. To, to black and white TV. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, you're, in the, you're in the genre. You're definitely in it. 10. I started to say 10, but I wasn't sure. 10 or 8 is what I was going to say. Listen to this. Well, man, hey, that, just that is just so coincidental. Two numbers that were said, but you didn't say it. What you say? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Ain't Lewis back? Okay, but yeah, that was it. Was the nineteen forty three forty five season? So there was ten games played, and so that lasted only uh, two years. Then they went to eleven games in nineteen forty six. That only lasted one year, and then they went up to twelve, and then it went up two games um, ever since. And the last time that they changed this was back in 1978. So it's been 40, what, 44 years since they've changed. All right. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies on LL Sports 2. So real quick, uh, before we move off to uh, basketball, um, they did uh, a little story here I wanted to mention. So the players who will gain, like, the most, um, they're going to have, uh, with this 17-game season, they're going to have a $1 million plus basically like bonus. So they'll have an, an additional million dollars um, paycheck for this. Eric Goff, the quarterback for now the Detroit Lions. Um, also joining him will be uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt Ryan, Aaron Donald, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, Frank Clark, Von Miller, Khalil Mack, and DeMarcus Lawrence. And um, that's because, uh, let's see, hold on, what did it say? Uh, because they signed their uh, contract, they signed their major contract before February 26th of 2020, and they have made no, like, alterations to it. So um, that's why they will be earning that extra money. All right. All right, ladies, so with that, let's move to some basketball here real quick because the show is just 
hour. It's only for one more week. Um, we move that to our two hours next week. But I want to talk some basketball here real quick. The uh, Brooklyn Nets, so they have added two more pieces to their roster, um, Blake Griffin and also uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. So they are basically like beefing up their bench um, heading into the playoffs. And so, ladies, I just wanted to get your opinion. Not a lot of moves made uh, during or for, um, uh, what was it, the, um, blank, what was it, trade deadline, um, which was last weekend. So, um, also, the Clippers, though, ain't Lou, your Clippers, you went and got Rajon Rondo, playoff Rondo, so that is going to be, I think that's really going to be a good addition uh, for the Clippers, you know, heading into the playoffs. But as the playoffs sit right now, uh, Philadelphia, they still are on top um, for the East. Then Brooklyn, Milwaukee, um, Charlotte is fourth, New York is fifth, Atlanta is sixth. And that is where the cutoff is. So if the playoffs started today, the Atlanta Hawks, they still, you know, make the, make the, the cut. Um, but they have dropped from uh, fourth. And then for the Western Conference, pretty much everything is still the same. Utah sits at the top of the division, then Phoenix, the Clippers, Lakers, Denver Nuggets. Blazers, and um, that would be the uh, definite uh, teams that are in. So, uh, real quick, ladies, I want to know, just uh, Janelle, Tara, your thoughts. You know, do you see the Atlanta Hawks holding on to their hold of um, making it into the playoffs with having to do the tournament round? Yeah, I think they will. I think they can hold on. Okay. All right. Janelle? I hope so. I want them to. I uh, I think that um I think they have the gumption to do it. It's just it, it will they be able to hold on is the problem. It's, and then with them taking Rondo out of our um out of our roster, it makes me nervous for us to be in the playoffs because you know he's the playoff king right there. Yes, he is. Yes, 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 he is. So, but in all honesty, I was actually surprised with the move when I heard that he was coming to Atlanta, and I didn't see him staying long. I honestly thought it was going to be like a, a trade, uh, you know, like a trade trade, like he was going to be traded to the Hawks, and then the Hawks would eventually trade him, you know, to, to another team. So I really didn't think he was going to play yeah. with Atlanta as long as he is. I, I thought he was going to at least be here for the rest of this year, though. Yeah, Okay. Okay. Well, I yeah, mean, cause it, and, but he's you know Rondo's been team hopping for a minute though. Yeah, he has, he has. So we'll see. We'll have to see how he does with the Clippers now. Uh, and Angel, my question for you now, uh, because Rondo has gone to to the uh, to the Clippers, and you know, like Janelle and I were saying, playoff Rondo is no joke. So, do you see the Clippers holding on to that third spot, or do you see them potentially moving up uh, first or second, Angel? They will move up, but do, and so you say, did he come from the Lakers, though, Rondo? Where did he come Where did he come from? He was with the Lakers last year when they won the chip. And then okay, he yeah, got, um, I was like, well, he just jumped. Oh, I guess maybe his contract was just for a year. I, mean, I must have missed that. But anyway, yeah, I think we'll be moving up. You know, if he stay healthy and stuff, we'll be all right. 347 Seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. The field support in the house. I I don't I don't know if I see the the Lakers. Oh, I'm sorry, not the Lakers, the Clippers. I don't know if I see them moving up 
like maybe to one or two because Utah is just really playing some really good basketball, some solid basketball. Um, I don't really see them relinquishing uh, their hold on the number one spot. And I think that they feel um, disrespected, so they're going to try to do everything that they can to hold on to the number one spot. As far as Phoenix, um, I mean, it's, right now it's the two-game – uh, no, three-game um, losses. So the Clippers have three more losses than the Phoenix Suns. So we'll just have to see if the Clippers can maintain that winning uh, winning percentage that they're on. But as far as the Hawks, I, I'm with you, Janelle. I, I hope they do. But it's just, you know, the Hawks, oh, they just, man, they just always find a way. But I, I'm, I'm pulling for them because I'm, I'm really happy that they are uh, moving in the right direction. So just in case if um, you guys weren't aware, so they have changed the play the playoff format for this season. So there is a, there's a once again an NBA play-in tournament. So for those who may not be aware, as I said, teams one through six already make the playoffs, and then teams with the ninth best winning percentage they will play the tenth best. And then this is where it gets a little tricky. The winners of the nine versus ten seed they will play the loser of the 7 versus 8 seed to come up with the 8 seed in the playoffs. Ladies, is this, is this really necessary? Can we just go back to this first 8? You know, Thank, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I totally agree with you, TJ. That's too much. I mean, what's the point? I, I, I understand. Man, they just trying to... I don't know. Terry, I didn't hear you chime in. What are your thoughts on, on the, the play-in tournament? Mm. <laughs> it sounds like it's like too much. <laughs> it just sounds like it's a lot. Oh, goodness. That's like, now I understood it. I totally understood it for the bubble. You know, I thought that, that was a, a very good way, you know, they, that they worked it out. And I felt like it, it all went well. Um, you know, I was very pleased with how the NBA Finals ended up with the Heat and the and the Lakers. But I mean, we have what? Uh, how many they have? Six two game seasons this year. Um, so I, I just I don't know. I think this is a little bit too much. So, but we'll see. We'll, we'll. And then the teams with the ninth best win percentage will play the tenth best. And then the winner of the nine versus ten plays the loser of the seven versus eight, and that will make up the eight seed. So they say we got a chance. My Bulls are real tense right now. Just call it the first eight, I'm just saying. You're just playing with my emotions, Smokey. You're playing with my emotions. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. And uh, so, uh, ladies, real quick also, what are your thoughts on uh, the Brooklyn Nets going after Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge. We know that, you know, they, back in their prime, you know, they were never like the, really the number one uh, go-to guys on their squad. You know, Blake Griffin with the Clippers, LaMarcus Aldridge, I think, but he started with the, I don't even remember who he started with. I think he was just recently with the Spurs, though. But, um, with the team. but um, you know, now, you know, going to the Nets, uh, everybody's, you know, really saying that the Nets should be coming out of the East if everyone is healthy. Oh, I also wanted to mention uh, regarding the Nets, Durant, Kevin Durant. He is still not going to be in the lineup. Uh, Coach Nash said that his his rehab is going, you know, it, it's going, but it's, I think it's moving slower than they were anticipating. Or 
they may not just be in a rush to get him out there. But I also think that they shouldn't wait until, like, right before the playoffs and then try to put him in. I really think that they need to get him some playing time during the regular season. But, again, right. I, I think it's looking good for Durant that he's killing the way that they expect. What, what do you think, Janelle? I agree with you 100%. That is that's a bad move. That's mm-hmm. a bad move. You got to give him you got to give him some time to get in there if you're going to use him at all this year. You need to give him some time to get in there and get acclimated. Right. Right. Um hey, move. Terry, did I want to come in on that at all? I agree with Janelle. <laughs> I agree as well, but we don't want to get him in there too early, but we do need to get in there. Yeah. You don't want to get him in too soon because you don't want to have a setback, but then, you know, you have to, like I said, you you definitely want to get him in during the regular season for him to get back in, you know, and com- get comfortable and also for them to get their chemistry back. But uh, as I mentioned, Coach Nash said that he will, it's unlikely that he'll be returning this week because he says that there are still steps for Durant to take um, in his rehab. So that leads me to believe that, you know, rehab isn't going as uh, as timely as they were, were uh, anticipating. So we'll see. But, again, you know, the Nets, depending on if Kyrie wants to play or celebrate his birthday um, or go off on vacation, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> they can play very well uh, without Grant. But, uh, you know, we'll have to see how often Kyrie Irving wishes to play uh, leading up to the to playoffs there. But, you know, as, as far as Blake Griffin and, and LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, I think it's just a sign of the times of where we're in now and the mindset of the player. You know, they don't mind basically buying a ring. Because that's how I look at this. You know, for you to go to the Brooklyn Nets, go to other teams where they probably could have been the, the focal, you know, the focal point of the team, um, even though they're both not in their prime anymore. But go to the Brooklyn Nets, who's already a loaded team. I mean, really, how much playing time will they get uh, unless they're in blowout situations? So um, I think this is a, another key example of players trying to just get that ring before they before they retire. Um, ladies, any thoughts on that? Whoever wants to chime in. I agree. I, I, I agree impressed. with you, Tina. Okay, Terry, you'll go first and then Janine. Yeah. I, I agree. Uh, I agree with you, Tina. And then, like you say, it depends on, you know, as far as how much playing time would they get. You know, if Durant, if he's not playing, then, you know, they may get some playing time. Right. You know, but it just it just depends, you know. Yeah. That's a very valid point there. Janelle? I, I wasn't impre- impressed when you said Blake Griffin in first place because he should have been going shut down somewhere. He, he hasn't been relevant in so long. I can't even tell you. I, I don't. I don't see him being a possible sixth man for them. You know what I mean? If you're gonna mm-hmm. go and get somebody for your bench, get somebody that you know for. Like the the Clippers getting Rondo. That's a that's a real get right there. Yeah, that's a real get because we know playoff Rondo is a beast on the floor. Yes, but oh yeah, the other two. Come on now, that. Yeah, I, I don't understand the concept in that. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Janelle. You know, is it the the name recognition? Um, now, mind you, you know, one thing with Blake Griffin was he was hit by the injury bug for a, a long duration of time. 
you know, when he was with yes. his it really didn't work out for him uh, because he just stayed injured. But, you know, he's been healthy um, over the past, this season, and I believe last season. So, you know, like Terry said, if Durant can't go, I mean, he's definitely not going to be able to, you know, fill those shoes, but he'll be another body maybe for fouls and, and, and so forth. Um, as far as his production, I don't even know if he's, if he's averaging 20, 25 a night, you know, when he does play. So, um the only thing I can think of, like I said, rank, uh, name recognition, um, and as far as LaMarcus Aldridge, that definitely gives you a, a body. So, uh, and I think the three-point shooting is, is fairly, fairly decent. So, um, I don't know. Like I said, I just think at, at this stage in their career, they're just, they're just trying to buy a ring, and that's where we're at now. So, but we'll see. We'll see how, you know, how it all pans out. I'm sure the 76 have something to say about that, and, if Milwaukee can never get their act together, you know, I, I just don't know what's going on with the Bucks. But um, hopefully they're doing – maybe they're doing role reversal this year. They don't want to be first and don't want to have a, an awesome regular season and be, you know, a one-round uh, one exit. So they're going to, like I said, do opposite this year. But I really hope that the Bucks make a make a push for it um, this postseason. All right. Three four seven eight two six. Seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies. And uh, before we get out of here, real quick, NCAA uh, men's basketball final again. Let me down, man. Swan. Oh my goodness, can't believe Michigan lost last night. But the final four is set. Uh, Saturday games will be Houston versus Baylor. They are five fourteen tip off. And then the UCLA Bruins will be going up against Gonzaga at eight thirty four on Saturday. Oh, um, and UConn, man, wow, um, for the ladies, uh, the uh, NCAA ladies tournament. I'm still not sure how I feel about that, but, hey, it happens. You never want the referees to decide a game, uh, especially, you know, when it comes down to the playoffs like this. But uh, UConn, they, they got away with one this year, so we'll have to see if that if karma comes back to, uh, to bite them. But, ladies, will y'all be – uh, watching the final four weekend. Oh yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Not sure. Okay. All right. Janelle, who you who you um who you seeing going to the to the championship round? Well, I was with you on the Michigan thing, but now I got a root for now I got a root for the Bruin. Okay. Okay. And then uh do you care about Houston and Baylor? Who comes out of that one? Nah, I I really either or either mm-hmm. or because okay. I didn't expect either of them. Honest, to be honest with you, I didn't expect either of them. This this season has been a complete. I mean, a total. I, I don't want to say letdown, but I I, I want to say it's it's been unexpected. It's been yeah. unexpected. I was I, I was truly not expecting things to work out the way they did. Mm-hmm. Disappointment, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could say that if, if there were certain teams that you were expecting to see, but you got to admit that the, that the games have been pretty, you know, pretty exciting to watch. So at least oh, yeah, they been, have. You know, like teams that have made it. You're like, man, now nah, this is boring. Because, you know, it, there have definitely been quite a few upsets. Um so yeah, when you say disappointing, Louis, like the teams that you were expecting to make it and and, and advance, you're like, dang, 
but the teams that have been there, they they've been putting putting on a show. So I can't really say oh, yeah. it's been it, it's still been fun to watch. So I, I, I'll say that. But yeah, everything that I was I was pulling like the Michigan was my top team, but all the other teams that I thought were going, I was like, man, they just following my side. But um, I think I would like to see the number ones go up against each other though. So I'm pulling for Baylor and Gonzaga just because I want to see a good chance. Okay. But um, but we'll see though. We shall see. All right, ladies, and with that, it is a wrap, but we will be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week. Two full hours. Breakfast effect. Okay. It's not Hallelujah. <laughs> An hour is too fast. <laughs> so we will have Snail. We're going to have you get off tonight. Jukebox Judy, what am I going to do with you? I do not know. Down. <laughs> All right. Oh man. <laughs> Miss Terry, I'm so glad you made it tonight. Thank you. Um the show is never the same when you miss her. I absolutely adore you. Miss Thank you. Okay, Miss Lucinda, congratulations on such a wonderful job tonight on your lyrics. Not that you don't normally do a wonderful job, but that was awesome. That was absolutely awesome. Yes, it was. And Miss Miss TJ, I, I promise, I, I I really don't know what I'm gonna do with you. You go from one extreme to the next, and I love it. I absolutely love it. You do such a wonderful job. It makes my Wednesday night. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, Harry, you're up. Ladies, 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 I love you all very, very much. And I just, I'm so glad that I made the show. I was running behind. I said, well, I got to make the show. I got to make the show. It's like I have a void when I don't make the show. Um, (laughs) Peanuts, you have such, such an awesome lineup. I love the dialogue. I just love everything about it. Miss Janelle, or should I say Janelle? Um. You know, I just love you. I just love you. I love you. You always have, you know, kind things to say, and you know, you can feel the the presence, the sincerity of what you're saying. And Miss Lucinda, you came back strong this week. You came back super strong. It was an awesome job, and I wish everyone a happy Resurrection Sunday. Be blessed. I love you guys. Definitely. Yes. Ain't Lou. You're up. All right, Miss Terry, you weren't here. Uh, um, and uh, when I apologize, I had to apologize because I was in my feelings. I think you might have said you and your feelings, Miss uh, Lucinda. So I was a little hurt. Wasn't coming back, but you knew I was. Anyway, I came back, so I just wanted to apologize to everyone for my uh, childish behavior because I should be setting an example, and I wasn't. I, my knees hurt my feelings, and I took it too personally. So I'm I'm, I'm back, uh, and I just want to say uh, thank you, Miss Tear, for coming on. I just I appreciate your your um your perseverance. You persevered until you got on that phone with that four four number. I'm so proud of you, uh, Janelle. Uh, I don't even know who you are. Who are you? 
But anyway, I know I love you, and I love you too, Miss Terry. Love you too, love you, Janelle, and I thank God for you guys. It's just so great when all four of us are on here. And uh, TJ, you're the apple of my eye, the toast on my fruit, the bacon on my neck, whatever I want to oh. say. I can do. I'm gonna go on a diet, hey, Lou. You got bacon on your head. That's all I want to do is get some laughter. Okay, yeah, you know I love you, niece. I'm so proud of you. You keep on doing what you're doing and being strong, and uh, and I just thank God for being a part of the LL Sports too. I don't have any shout. Well, I can say a uh, uh, birthday. We're gonna give a birthday shout out to me. My birthday will be tomorrow. Happy birthday. Hey, and then April. April. April Fool. <laughs> Go ahead now. <laughs> you know she had to cut up somewhere. She, she gave you the last night, so. Hey, Lou. <laughs> okay, that's, that's all I have to say. <laughs> Until next time. Until next week. Same bad time, same bad taste. Power next week. All right? Until then, y'all be blessed. All right, love you, ladies. All right, love y'all. Love Three, you, four, girl. 826 That is the number to call to talk to the ladies on LL Sports 2, and that was the fearsome foursome in the house. All right, so what happened uh, this day in sports history? What is this, March 31st? Man, made it to the, to, to the end of March. Uh, let's see, this is the one I wanted to say. 1973, Muhammad Ali, he wore a $10,000 robe with the people's champion inscribed on it, and then got beat down. Ali lost the fight to Ken Norton. What you say? Elvis Presley had given him the robe uh, on January 2nd in 1971, so hopefully he didn't wear that too many times, because if you're going to get beat down, I mean, you can't be the people's champ. Go on, Ali. I am the greatest. Yes, he was. All right, y'all. So that is going to do it for the show tonight. Um, birthdays, we celebrated Marvin Gaye. Um, he would have celebrated his 80, I think it was 82nd or 84th birthday on uh, April the 2nd this year. We, you know, we lost him um, April 1st in 1984. So happy um, posthumous birthday to him. Uh, birthdays today, Shirley Jones, the, the mother of the Partridge family, she turns 86. Christopher Walken of um, my favorite movie of his, Transformers. And I think he also played in uh, the one movie with Will Smith and them. But anyway, and Al Gore, he turns 72. All right. Shout out to uh, Marlon. Shout out to Ronbo of Ronbo Sports. Shout out to Marvin and Harold Chambers, the Chambers brothers. Shout out to, uh, of course, Aunt Lou for bringing the strength once again. That's how you do a con- Don't call it a comeback. Huh? She's been here for years. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. I just, oof. But she did that, though. If you missed the lyrics tonight, please make sure that you go and catch them. Um, on the podcast, um, and Angel, I don't know why you and your feelings, because it's just that we couldn't hear you. But I know that took a lot for her to apologize. So I love you, Aunt Lou. I do, and I love you, Janelle, and I love you, Terry. And Terry, please forgive me. I don't know what I was thinking. I just had a brain fart. I did not recognize the number, but I'm so glad it was the fearsome foursome in the house. I love you, ladies. Um, please, I uh, want to send out my condolences, um, my prayers and my condolences um, in all sincerity. And please keep um, her in your prayers. Um, my coworker, my friend, Sandy Bernard, she lost her grandmother this week. So, Sandy, I'm definitely uh, praying for you and your family and, um, you know, just um, lifting you up in prayer. 
So please, let's do that. All right. Shout out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. I love you, fellas. And last but by no means least, to my mom, Miss Denise Green, for everything you do for me, for LL Sports 2, just who you are, um, what you do, who you represent, and like I said, everything that uh, you mean to me. I love you, Essie. All right. And so that is going to do it for the show tonight. Um, That leaves us with one more thing. And, you know, this is why I love the show, because it gets my mind off of, you know, just the everyday rigmarole and all of that. Um, I had a heavy heart last week, just, you know, like I said, with all of the shootings and everything that's been going on. But for those of you um, who do not know, they are airing the uh, George Floyd uh, murder trial, um, Chauvin, uh, Derek Chauvin. Um, They are airing his trial started on Monday. The, the George Floyd murder trial, and they are airing it on Court TV. Um, you can also catch it on HLN, that's a station, and also MSNBC. They are airing it live, gavel to gavel. And so um, I have been watching it uh, because I want to know everything that is being presented to the jury because I need to know, and um, when they come to their verdict, what they were given and, and, you know, what all was presented to them and how they were able to come to their verdict. And I pray that they come to the decision that we all um, think that should, um, that, the, that the verdict should be. But in watching the coverage just this week, it's only been three days, um, you know, I encourage you all to at least, if you're not going to watch it, to at least stay up on the highlights of what they present because it is very revealing, the information. You know, we never are supposed to question why, but I truly believe that this, we had to lose George Floyd in the, um, in the presence that we did, in the action that we did, because it just seems like a perfect storm of how it came together. You know, in what, uh, in what movie could it be? And, and I don't want to diminish it at all because this is real life, but you have a, a professional MMA fighter. You have a, uh, a firefighter, an EMT, and then um, uh, you also had a 911 operator who calls the police on the police. Um, you know, we find out uh, we found out today just uh, how George Floyd was um, moments before his death. He was just jovial in that um, in the cup store, um, purchasing a pack of cigarettes. Um, it appears that you know he wasn't even aware that he had a counterfeit twenty dollar bill. Um, you know how you have this seventeen year old child that um, just had the wherewithal to start recording. Um, so I'm not going to go over through the whole trial, but like I said, my heart is just heavy today because it's all about decisions and it's all about choices. And um, just a little 17-year-old kid that, you know, he made the choice to turn in um, the $20 counterfeit bill when he could have just, you know, let it slide. Um, but again, this is what was supposed to happen. We can never question why, but we can always just make sure that in life we try to make the right decisions. Um, I think the main thing that I wanted to take away from this trial is I wanted to know what led up to why the officers felt the need to react the way that they did. Do I believe that George Floyd was on drugs? Yes, I do, because I don't believe that you, that you, just, you start foaming at the mouth for no reason. But does, is that a death sentence? No, it's not. Um, was he combative? He wasn't combative, but could he have been a little bit more um, uh, maybe following directions? 
Yes, he could have, but today we found out maybe why. Did you know that George Floyd had been shot before by the police? Did you know that George Floyd was claustrophobic? Um, He had just recently lost his mother. So when you add one on top of the other, on top of the other, and then when a man tells you that he can't breathe, and then one of the cops feels for a pulse and doesn't find it and still does nothing, I don't care if he was your superior, at some point in your life you have to stand on your own two feet. You have to stand on your own morals, your own ethics. And if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't look right, if it doesn't seem right, you have to say something. In the words of John Lewis, it is not wrong to get into good trouble. If it ever, if the opportunity ever presents yourself, and I guess that's what I want to leave you with tonight, never just walk away and not say anything because you never know whose life you may be saving. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Until next time, be good to others, be good to yourselves, but most of all, y'all be blessed. Bye-bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.